The name of the show is Confessions of a Working Writer. So let's start with a confession. I'm afraid. I've been afraid for a little while now. Not fear in that false evidence appearing real way or fear in that coaching universal energy way, but fear in the I'm not moving way. We always talk about fear and overcoming it and the triumph of it because we always talk about fear in a retrospective hindsight way when victory is really obvious. But we don't talk about living in it. So that's what I want to do today. I want to talk about living with and in fear and just moving forward. See, I've been afraid of, of things that I've known, realities and truths for a while. I mean, we all get that way. That's sort of the point. We all find ourselves in places where we're afraid of what comes next. See, the greatest fear comes from our comfort. It's true. The greatest fear we're ever going to deal with comes from our comfort. Something that may be killing us, but is comfortable, will stay with it for a while. That's the danger of comfort. Makes us apathetic. Makes us forget principles and just move forward. It makes us look past things we probably shouldn't necessarily look past. And more importantly, it makes us conjure up the excuses for that. Fear's hard. And so I've gotten comfortable. Not happy, mind you, but comfortable. Comfortable with things a certain way. And doing that thing I've done that we all do in life so many times. Where I talk about, I can do this. It's not for forever. I can just do this for a while. And it sounds like rational thought. But it's not. It's just me responding to fear. We dissect fear a lot. And, and being in a state of it right now, knowing that things have to change in my life, knowing there are steps I have to make that are not guaranteed and that are going to be a little harder and a little less comfortable. Yeah, there's those things. I like being comfortable. We all do. I lived a long time uncomfortable, extremely uncomfortable. So finding comfort has been a thing for me. But we have to break out of that a little bit. We have to stop trying to dissect fear as though fear is just an obstacle. Because this is the thing I've come to learn. And it's taken me the better part of 41 years. My time as a writer and everything else. 
But I view fear far less as like a little obstacle, right? We tend to say, oh, it's an obstacle. And then I overcame the obstacle. And then we clam up years later when that same fear returns. Because did we really clear the obstacle, right? Can we really claim the triumph that we claimed years earlier when that same fear pops back into us? I don't know. I prefer to look at fear more as a season. It's like any season, really. It's going to be there. It's not always going to be the same. It's like a winter. Sometimes winters are terrible. Bitterly cold. Lots of snow. Lots of rain. Hard to go outside, even. Other times they're relatively mild. Sometimes they're unseasonably warm. When you're a kid, you learn in school that seasons are static. That fall is one thing, and spring is one thing, and winter is one thing, and they're that thing. But as you live long enough, in enough places, you start to realize that seasons have their subtle nuances and their their vast swings and, and differences. You know, in, in every major religion, I'm recording this on Easter Sunday, so like if you went to Christianity and Ecclesiastes, they talk about a time for every season. And I've been living in a time to fear. But I don't want it to be super negative. I also just don't want it to turn into a cheerleader self-help thing where I tell you, yeah, jump up and down. You're going to overcome the fear. You can. You put one foot in front of the other. You work through it, and it's good parts and it's bad parts. And eventually you'll find the end because seasons pass. All seasons do the same thing. They all pass. And they all return. Happiness is a season, in my experience. Sadness is a season. We don't like that. We'd rather that we had some kind of inevitable control over the entire thing. And to a degree we do, but we can't control the events of the world. And so when those emotions change, you know, we try to force it. I did. I'm not saying anything I haven't done before. I've certainly been the guy who on social media was trying to convince everybody everything was okay when it really wasn't. See, right now, I know there are things that have to change. I know there are things that have to change uh, for the good of me, for the good of my relationship, for the good of the relationships with my friends and people around me for the things I want to see in the world. Change is a big concept, right? And it never ends. It's the universal constant, as they say in physics. It's the only universal constant. Things will change. And change and comfort are kind of, uh, kind of opposites on that spectrum a bit. But it has to happen. And so now I'm in a position where I I can't deny that it has to happen. I've been in the fear for a while because I've been able to be comfortable in it. I've grown used to it. 
I'm okay. It ate away, but it ate away slowly. And now I can't let it eat away slowly anymore. See, you're not supposed to talk about your fear, I find. Fear is a negative concept. We like positive things. It's that very much the secret mentality, right? We like positivity and to be surrounded by positive things. And as long as we're surrounded by the positivity and the positive things, then the world will be positive. So we deny our negative things. And we push away negative things around us. If I just hope hard enough, it'll get better. Everything I talk about on here with y'all is stuff that I deal with, even today. I am definitively not a guru, nor a life coach, and you probably shouldn't take much of my advice on living in general, because I have problems like everyone else. So yeah, the confession is, I know some changes have to be made. I know a new chapter in my life has to be started. And I know that because I'm feeling feelings that I felt the last time I had to make a major life shift. The last time when I left the job that was putting me in the grave, I'm starting to feel those again. And I've thought a lot about it. I've thought a lot about those things and, and those feelings and those thoughts. And are they accurate? Am I, am I really here or is this something different? And you know what? They're really here. They're really here. This isn't me just being upset or disgruntled. These things are really here. But certain events have made it impossible to ignore. So I have to make a change, but I'm still afraid of it. I'm not going into the formula for this, which should be, you know, me telling you, okay, I'm afraid, and so these are the steps that I'll take. That's the self-help formula for these discussions. I'm afraid, and these are the steps we make when we're afraid to get out of it. There are things I'm doing. There are things I've done. Yeah, they're there. But I don't, I don't want to talk about those steps, really. I want to talk about being in this moment of fear. I want to just let you hear it from me. Because we talk so often about fear, the negative emotion that we must purge so we can get to the harmonious good stuff. But if I'm a believer in anything, it's in duality. And fear is a force. It's a season. It's a thing we have to live with. It's a thing we have to understand. And in fear, there are things to be learned. Oddly enough, not just about fear. See, I've been afraid, but during this time of fear, I've been thinking and seeing things I, I wrote when I was not afraid like this. And being forced to confront parts of my philosophy, parts of that personal code by which I live and, and decide whether they're really accurate or not. Do I really believe this or do I really believe that? I've had to think about those things now, and I haven't previously had to. You don't have to outside of a state of fear. You can choose to. But you also probably don't look at them with the same eye, I don't think. 
when I wasn't afraid, I didn't look at my personal philosophy and go, yeah, yeah, truth. I didn't. I was unafraid. I looked at my personal philosophy as though it was a grand, glorious thing that I could fall back on. And now I have to look at those words and hold them under a much, much brighter light. And decide how true they really are. And maybe the reason I'm good talking about this now is because I have decided what I have to do. I have figured out where I'm moving forward, what I'm doing, the steps that need to be taken, and I'm in the middle of taking them. Still afraid. Make no mistake about it. Still terrified. Still trying to talk myself out of stuff I know has to be done. You ever do that? Never make a decision and find yourself trying to talk your way out of it? Say, I need to do this, right? Let's go with an easy one. I need to give up eating sticks of butter. And meanwhile, in your head, you're going, well, I mean, do you need to give them up? How bad is it really? I mean, okay, maybe it's bad in the long run, but do you need to do that now? Do you really want to do it? It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of effort. There's going to be a lot that's going to weigh on you. Do you really want that? We do that all the time. I do it now. I know what I need to do. I know when I'm calm and and just letting everything go, I know the path that I need to take forward. I don't know where it'll end up. I just know that where I'm at right now is not good for me. And bear in mind, I'm not a money-motivated guy. I'm not the guy who wants to look at his palatial, like, gold-plated house. So when I say it's not good for me, I'm talking about things on a different level, and maybe we all should. See, those are the things that I'm calm, that I go, okay, move forward. It's the other stuff that gets me. Well, you know, what about these practical details, right? Because in my experience, that's where my fear takes me. Your fear may take you somewhere else. My fear takes me to practical details. I have proven, if nothing else, over the course of 41 years, I have proven that I have a remarkable capability to survive most things. But the details of that survival always kick me in the butt. I used to frame it in terms of like survive versus thrive. You know, and you hear this talk about like abundance and scarcity mindset and all this crap. I just throw it out again. It's all seasonal. It's cyclical, right? You're going to go through these things at any given point in time. You need to abandon this idea that there's one or the other, right? If you listen to enough coaching stuff, you're going to hear, have yourself in the abundance mindset, not the scarcity mindset, except some days stuff's just going to be scarce, Right? Like, it's not a zero-sum game. Dealing with fear like I'm trying to deal with now, and, and again, I will probably in the near future elaborate even more on everything I'm dealing with right now, but this is just, this is what it is right now because I'm in the middle of taking steps. But that's the deal, right? Like, that's the thing. The, the ultimate thing here is, is it's not a zero-sum game. Fear's not here or gone. It's not in me or defeated, right? It, it just is. 
If I go outside, the sun is up. You know why? It is. It's got nothing to do with my opinion of it. It just is up. That's how it works. Fear's weird that way. And almost, you know, to get that that meta level here, I guess, almost the same thing with Roosevelt, right? We have nothing to fear but fear itself. And so our fear of our state of fear pushes us to do stuff to get rid of the fear, whether that's denying it or rush or stay comfortable, because the fear itself is really terrifying and living in the state of it is really rough. And so instead of calming our mind, I'm about to get really weird and metaphysical, but this is what I've been thinking lately. Instead of calming our mind and going, all right, I'm afraid, like no doubt about it, I am fucking afraid. So what's the path forward? What do I do? See, we spend too much time going, oh, it's false evidence appearing real, and now I can rationalize my way out of it and move on. Ha ha ha, I figured it out. Like, no, it's there, it's a thing, it's a state. Be in it for a minute. I've been in mind for months now. And it's grown little by little as these things do. I'm in like high fear season. So like where I grew up, like January, February are the worst parts of winter. You know, and I feel like I've crossed through those and now we're going to start going into March and the weather's going to get a little warmer. We're into spring now. Weather's warming up. Things are going to happen. Still going to have a cold night every once in a while. But how did we get here? I didn't force the dial. And maybe this is the biggest takeaway. I'm able to get to the place I am because I now know what I have to do. And I know that I have to do it. There's no choice. There's no half matter. Like, I have to do this. There are certain steps in my life I have to do. There are certain things I have to do to start a new chapter in my life, which I have to do. So that's where I'm at. I couldn't have done this in December. I wasn't ready. And honestly, I didn't think I'd be ready now. I thought this season would last a while longer. Like a lot longer. Like a year. Two years. I didn't really see an end to it. But I stayed calm in it. I let it happen. Instead of worrying about triumphing over it, I just felt it. Maybe that's the lesson. Maybe we spend too much time trying to deny what we're feeling instead of just embracing what we're feeling and knowing that it's there. Maybe we spend too much time trying to go, no, I shouldn't feel this. I need to feel better. Rah! I'll be great. I fear nothing. I don't know anybody who fears nothing, by the way. That's horseshit, man. I was in the military 13 years. I've met some remarkably brave individuals, but these people are like, I fear nothing, horseshit. I know lots of people that fear things. I know really brave people. In fact, every really courageous, brave person I've met who's ever done anything that actually merits the term heroic confronted some pretty serious fear and worked through it, didn't overcome it. Like, I remember talking to one gentleman who was a Medal of Honor recipient when I was in the military who had talked about, I was like, man, you overcame fear. And, I, and the quote has been coming back to me a lot lately where he's like, well, I didn't really overcome fear. I just worked with it. You don't really overcome it. You're not like, all right, fear, I've dealt with you. Get the shit out of here. Like, it doesn't work that way. You just have to, you have to deal with it. 
I don't know. I know this sounds disconnected and disjointed. And I had like this whole set of notes for a different type of podcast right now to talk about like something practical or, or whatnot. But I don't recall ever hearing anyone really talk when they were in the middle of being scared shitless. And I'm kind of scared shitless with the stuff I have to do. So I wanted to just let the mind go. Let the mind go and let the things happen. I'm scared shitless about some of the stuff I'm going to have to do. Some of the changes I'm going to have to make scare the ever-loving shit out of me. But that's bravery. Like, that's courage. Courage is when you go, yeah, this scares the shit out of me and I gotta do it anyway. We get that twisted a lot. I know you all have heard me talk about it, but we get it twisted a lot that brave people are like, oh, fear here in the back pocket, we'll deal with you later, moving on. That's not how it works. It works much more in the regard of, oh my God, fear's in front of me, I'm terrified, what the hell am I going to do? Well, you're going to do what you got to do because that's it. It's what you get. Fear is scary. Huh. Redundant statements. So, over time, probably here in the next little while, at some point when I'm ready to talk about more what I'm dealing with, I will. Needless to say, some changes are coming very soon. The podcast is going to keep going because you guys get to hear me every week talk about this little journey. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I said this was going to be the year I made something happen as a writer. And I thought this was going to be the year that I uh, that I finished a novel. But I think that the change in me as a writer is very different. And I think I'm getting ready to experience a lot of that. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. And it's going to be terrifying. <laughs> kind of like a roller coaster when you really think about it, right? Would you get on the roller coaster if it wasn't scary? Would it be fun if there wasn't fear? I don't know. But I know I have an idea of what I need to do. And having done this before in my life, I know. Once I get on the other side of that, the fear kind of stops. The fear is in the anticipation. So if you're afraid, stop trying to conquer fear. Just try to breathe, think, flow. I don't know, whatever word you've got for it. Get to that place. And realize it's a season. That it'll probably come back one day, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you if fear comes back. It's supposed to come back. There's nothing wrong with you if you're sad. We put too much of this idea on being fucking normal, and nobody knows what the fuck normal is anyway. The people that pretend to have the standard of normal are probably some of the most fucked individuals you will ever meet. And on that note, let's just go ahead and move this along, right? So, uh, enjoy. I hope y'all are enjoying your weekend. I hope you're having a good time. I'm okay. Don't worry about me too much. Just, uh, just talking about being in fear. Taking a moment to do it different. Maybe you can try something different too. Anyway, till next time, I'm Matt, just a working writer, and this has been another confession. 
I'll talk to you all next week.